Hi, this is Mackie Shulstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. My topic today is vitamin C is another tool in the tool chest used to combat COVID-19. With COVID-19 surging after the Christmas and New Year's holiday season, and the two vaccines to date relatively slow in the initial inoculation phase, any potential safe preventive therapy as an adjunct to current modes of treatment is a blessing. Researchers from the United Kingdom, the United States, and New Zealand report in the December 2020 issue of the online peer-reviewed journal Nutrients that vitamin C's antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, and immune-modulating effects make it a potential therapeutic candidate, both for the prevention and amelioration of COVID-19 infection, and as an adjunct therapy in the critical care of COVID-19. The research, Vitamin C, an adjunct therapy for respiratory infection, sepsis, and COVID-19, states that, quote, the evidence to date indicates that oral vitamin C, that's 2 to 8 grams per day, may reduce the incidence and duration of respiratory infections, and intravenous vitamin C, that's 6 to 24 grams per day, has been shown to reduce mortality, intensive care, and hospital stays, and time on mechanical ventilation for severe respiratory, respiratory tract infections, end quote. Vitamin C, a water-soluble nutrient, is derived by humans only from the diet or supplementary, supplementary intake, owing to a gene mutation prior to the human evolutionary period, unlike certain other species. The researchers point out that in the European Union, the average vitamin C requirement is 90 milligrams per day for men and 80 milligrams for women, while the Swiss Society of Nutrition recommends, quote, that everyone supplement with 200 milligrams per day to fill the gap for the general population, and especially for adults age 65 and older, end quote. The Linus Pauling Institute here in the United States recommends 400 milligrams for adults of vitamin C 50 years and older. Pharmacokinetic studies in the healthy volunteers, comment the researchers, support a 200 milligram da dose, daily dose that is, to produce a plasma level of around 70 to 90 millimoles, also called U-moles per liter. Complete plasma saturation occurs between one gram daily and three grams every four hours, being the highest tolerable oral dose given a predicted peak plasma concentration of around 220 millimoles per liter, end quote. Further, they state, they, or rather, they note that the same dose given intravenously raises plasma vitamin C levels tenfold. Higher intakes of vitamin C are likely to be needed during the viral infection, with two to three grams per day required to maintain normal plasma levels between the 60 and 90 millimole level. However, it's also pointed out that further research is needed to determine whether or not high plasma levels of vitamin C have additional value. It's also important to point out that there may be certain side effects from high levels of vitamin C, such as looser bowel movements and diarrhea. The researchers comment that side effects, 
uh, that these side effects rarely occur below three grams per day of vitamin C, and tolerance is increased considerably when fighting a viral infection. Another side effect might be kidney stone formation. Yet, the researchers say a cautious position would be to exclude those with a history of kidney stones or kidney dysfunction from high-dose oral or intravenous vitamin C, unless medically supervised. Short-term high-dose vitamin C in the region of 2 to 8 grams per day is unlikely to be of significant concern in people with normal kidney function, end quote. For those individuals with specific genetically inherited metabolic issues uh, that affect vitamin C utilization, it may be wise, the researchers note, um, for those with hemochromatosis or thalassemia to avoid high-dose vitamin C uh, taken with iron-rich foods or supplements and short-term high-dose vitamin C to be medically monitored. Here's what the researchers point out relative to vitamin C deficiency and pneumonia sepsis, which, by the way, is a serious condition resulting from the presence of microorganisms in the blood or other tissues, and COVID-19. Let me quote, Low vitamin C levels are common in critically ill hospitalized patients with respiratory infections, pneumonia, sepsis, and COVID-19, the most likely explanation being increased metabolic consumption. End quote. In terms of vitamin C's efficacy relative to the common cold, a Cochrane review of placebo-controlled trials giving oral vitamin C prevent, for preventing and treating colds found that supplementation above 200 milligrams really did not seem to reduce the incidence of the, to the general population. End quote. However, comment the researchers, in five trials involving a total of 598 marathon runners, skiers, and soldiers on subarctic exercises, vitamin C reduced the incidence of colds by 52%, which led the researchers to conclude, quote, quote, based on these findings, vitamin C appears to influence resistance to viral infection in special conditions, such as during brief periods of severe physical exertion, end quote. With reference to vitamin C use with COVID-19, the nutrients researchers say that currently there are 45 trials registered on clinicaltrials.gov investigating vitamin C with or without other treatments for COVID-19. Based on their review of the data to date, the researchers concluded, and here's the quote, people in high-risk groups for COVID-19 mortality and at risk for vitamin C deficiency should be encouraged to supplement with vitamin C daily to ensure vitamin C adequacy at all times and to increase the dose when virally infected up to 6 to 8 grams per day. Whether or not this will prevent conversion to the critical phase of COVID-19 has yet to be determined, end quote. Here's my takeaway. It basically is that before you begin to treat yourself with, so to speak, Dr. Google, and how much vitamin C you need, that you first rely on your medical uh, personnel, your personal physician, to guide you through the ongoing research on the proper administration of vitamin C relative to your personal health profile. If you want more information on this, you can go to maxwellnutrition.com. That's M-A-X-W-E-L-L uh, nutrition.com. Um, and you can also go to mackieshulstone.com and sign up for Mackie Mail comes out uh, three times a week. 
It's free. 22,000 people get it. You get my TV segments as well. You get this podcast, the script. Uh, but this podcast is available all over wherever podcasts are on your mobile phones or on your computer. As I always say, until next time, I ask God to bless you, keep you safe, healthy, prosperous, and above all, strong uh, in these times until we all get inoculated and stand up and fight as one to beat back um, this um, pandemic we all are facing, COVID-19. God bless you all. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>